Thank you for tuning in to the Voice Epilepsy Podcast, which has been brought to you by the BC Epilepsy Society and the international I Am A Voice For Epilepsy Awareness Campaign. The Voice Epilepsy Podcast introduces a variety of topics related to epilepsy, including medications, treatment, law, employment, surgery, mental health, stress, and stigma, among many others. Whether you are a person living with epilepsy or you have a personal or professional interest in epilepsy, the Voice Epilepsy Podcast is the podcast for you. Hi everyone, I'm Sonia Ali and I work for the BC Epilepsy Society as the Provincial Manager of Programs and Services. I'm joined on today's episode of the Voice Epilepsy Podcast by Christine Jameson, who is a fellow BC Epilepsy Society employee. I'll let Christine introduce herself. Thanks, Sonia. Hi, everyone. I'm Christine. And like Sonia said, I work for the BC Epilepsy Society as an impact speaker, where I help run some of the groups and deliver workshops on epilepsy awareness and seizure first aid. You may know me as Miss BC 2018 or as Miss Canada 2019. And I'm also a person living with epilepsy. I'm so excited to be on today's episode of the Voice Epilepsy Podcast with Sonia to discuss service dogs for people with epilepsy. Me too, Christine. For those of you who don't know, service dogs for people with epilepsy are also known as seizure response dogs. These dogs are trained to keep their owners safe from harm during and after a seizure. Their actions can include cushioning their owner's fall by getting in between the ground and their owner's body, activating an alert system or device to summon additional help, barking to notify people that a seizure is occurring, bringing medications or a phone to their owner, and lying next to their owner during the seizure to comfort them while they're in the post-ictal or post-seizure state. When thinking about service dogs for people with epilepsy, some people may also think of seizure alert dogs. This type of dog demonstrates specific behaviors prior to a seizure. It's therefore implied that a seizure alert dog can anticipate seizures. However, contrary to popular belief, dogs cannot be trained to detect oncoming seizures. While it is true that some dogs seem to be able to sense their owner's seizures before onset, this is rare. That's completely right, Sonia. Seizure alert dogs cannot be trained because it is considered an innate ability in dogs. That's why in today's podcast, we're only going to be covering seizure response dogs. And speaking of seizure response dogs, we're really lucky to have Christine on the podcast today as she has a seizure response dog and will be sharing her experiences with us now. Thanks, Sonia. Yeah, I would be completely happy to share my experiences called temporal lobe epilepsy, and I've been living with it uh, diagnosed since I was 18 years old. Uh, When I was 24, I started experiencing more frequent seizures, and it was suggested that I look into getting a seizure response dog as I was living alone at the time. And so I did a lot of research and worked with my medical team in order to figure out where exactly we could find me a seizure response dog. Uh, There are different organizations, and we'll talk about that later, um, that do provide uh, seizure response dogs, including the Lions Foundation of Canada. However, the wait list for them can be long. Um, Some of them are, um, you do have to pay additional fees for them. um, And 
at the time that I was looking, there were no seizure response dogs available uh, for someone living in British Columbia. So what we did uh, was find a breeder who had previously bred uh, service dogs and seizure response dogs specifically, and went ahead and got a dog and we did a self-training program with it, and then got it uh, certified through the BC Justice, Inst Justice Institute. Um, and that is a uh, in-person test that you have to take with your dog uh, that covers about 75 different items, including uh, making sure they're not food responsive, uh, people can come up and pet them without them like even looking away from you. So it's a very in-depth test. Um, they'll drop like a binder while you guys are walking behind you and the dog can't even respond, like can't even flinch. So the dogs have to be super highly trained in order to pass this test. Uh, so I've had my seizure response dog for about four and a half years now, and she's been fully trained uh, for about three and a half of those. Um, her name is Eva, and she's actually a Chihuahua, so also a not common breed for a uh, service dog at all. Um, so service dogs can be any breed. They, uh, it's really about um, what they can do for the owner and the tasks that they do to help you as a person uh, living with epilepsy. All right, thanks for sharing that with us, Christine, and I'm sure that your experiences will be helpful for many of our listeners. And if anyone has any questions for Christine about what she just covered, you can email her at impactspeaker at bcepilepsy.com, and we'll also link her email address in the episode description of this podcast. No problem at all, Sonia. Uh, now, myself and Sonia will go over some information on owning, training, certifying, and obtaining a seizure response dog. So it should be noted that the information we'll be going over next is information from the Canadian province of BC where Christy and I live. If you live in another province, state, or country, please be sure to check with the rules and regulations regarding service dogs in your area. In terms of owning a seizure response dog, it is important to remember that this is a financial moral and legal commitment for the life of the dog and careful consideration must be given before accepting the responsibilities of owning a seizure response dog. Associated costs like vet bills and food bills and other costs are your responsibility. Also, it should be noted that the only person who can feed and take care of the dog is the person with epilepsy who owns the dog. This is because the bond has to be strong between the dog and the owner. And that is not the only way that owning a seizure response dog is different than owning a pet. While you do have to do things like feeding the dog, taking the dog for walks, and other things that come with owning a pet, the seizure response dog is a working animal and must follow strict commands. That's right, Sonia. And these strict commands must also be practiced by those who live with or who are in close contact with the person with epilepsy who owns the seizure response dog. So while owning a service dog might seem cool, it's important to remember that there is a lot of thought that should go into the decision to get one and to train one. And speaking of training, depending on the person, a seizure response dog is trained to react to obvious cues, such as falling, convulsions, etc. This is then the dog's cue to start barking or to demonstrate the other behaviors that they're trained to do. 
yeah, also please keep in mind that seizure response dogs are generally not able to recognize seizure types such as absent seizures or focal seizures due to the lack of obvious change in physical behavior associated with those seizures. Seizure response dogs are mostly used for seizures where this is or there's an obvious change in physical behavior, uh, such as a tonic-clonic seizure, or um, many people know it as a grand mal seizure. And it should also be noted that it may not be possible to train your own dog to be a seizure response dog, as the majority of dogs don't have the temperament required to be a service dog. That is completely right, Sonia. One of the most important things about training is that unless you have your dog trained as an official service dog and get it certified, it will not have the privileges that other service dogs typically have, such as taking the dog on the bus, to school, or into stores. And this brings us to our next topic, which is certifying your seizure response dog. In BC, the Guide Dog and Service Dog Act and regulations govern how guide and service dogs are certified in the province. This states that guide and service dogs, such as seizure response dogs, are free to enter and use any place, accommodation, building, or conveyance to which the public is invited to or has access to without any additional charge. Also, tenants and visitors are permitted to have their guide or service dog on rental premises without restrictions and landlords cannot refuse to rent a property to someone because they require a guide or service dog in the rental property to assist them. However, before you can do any of this, your seizure response dog must be certified. In BC, there are two ways for your service response dog to be certified. The first way is to receive a trained dog from an accredited school. Schools must be accredited by Assistance Dogs International or by the International Guide Dog Federation, uh, such as the Lions Foundation of Canada. The second way is to pass a public safety test from the Justice Institute of BC, which is how my service dog was trained. Certification increases public safety, raises training standards, and improves public access for dog and owner teams and is a mandatory training to ensure that only dogs who behave well in a variety of environments are certified. Yeah, and something to keep in mind is that a lot of people sell fake service dog vests and fake service uh, certifications online. The certification issued by places like the Lions Foundation of Canada or by the Justice Institute of BC look a lot like a driver's license. Um, if the certification you receive from whoever is claiming it to be a certified trainer does not look like a BC driver's license, then there may be a chance that it is fake. That's not something that I knew before, so thanks for pointing that out, Christine. No problem, Sonia. Something to add on to that is I've actually had a few people say to me, like, oh, so what if my dog doesn't pass the test or isn't prof properly certified? Um, it can actually cause really big issues having dogs that aren't certified because they can distract legitimate service dogs from focusing and doing their tasks. So if I'm out in a store with Eva in public, such as Walmart or Superstore, I'm just there trying to get my groceries and get home safely. And that's why she's there to keep me safe. And unfortunately, we've had dogs that aren't properly trained or certified and they'll lunge at her and put her life in danger. But even more than that, they can really distract her from helping me, which puts my life in danger. 
So it's really big to make sure that if you're taking your dog into public spaces, that they are, that they give service dogs a really large space around them. Well, that's so important to keep in mind, Christine. And now this brings us to our final topic, which is obtaining a seizure response dog. So you can do what Christine did, where she trained her own dog, and then her dog passed the public safety test from the Justice Institute of BC. You can also get a seizure response dog from an organization like the Lions Foundation of Canada, BC and Alberta Guide Dogs, the Canadian Association of Guide and Assistance Dog Schools, Key Companion Service Dogs, West Coast Access, and Paws for People and Paws with the Cause, which are both US-based organizations that provide service dogs to Canadians. You can contact these organizations for more information on seizure response dogs. We'll be sharing the links and contact information of these organizations in the episode description of this podcast. On social media, we asked for questions for this podcast, so we'll be answering them now. So our first question is, I would love to know more about certified trainers in the BC and Alberta area. According to the government of Alberta, uh, Courageous Companions Incorporated and Red Dog Training Solutions provide service dog training in Alberta. You can also get training done from a training school that is accredited by the International Guide Dog Federation and Assistance Dogs International. According to Assistance Dogs International, Dog Guides Canada is a facility located in Ontario that provides service dogs for people living with seizures across Canada, including BC and Alberta. Assistance Dogs International also provides information on Little Angels service dogs and Pause for People, both of which are organizations based in the U.S., but that provide service dogs for people with seizures in Canada, including BC and Alberta. Thanks, Christine. We'll be sharing the links and contact information of these organizations in the episode description of this podcast. Our next question is, I was thinking about getting a service dog, but I don't like animal dander. Are there any suggestions? And before I answer this question, I really want to point out the fact that there are no dogs with no animal dander. However, there are some dog breeds that may have less dander, like ones that have uh, different types of hair that make it less like, likely for dander to cling onto the dogs, or ones that have non-shedding coats that produce less dander. Uh, ones, dogs that have short single layer coats have less dander coming off the dog as well. If you choose to get a dog trained to be a seizure response dog, you can ask about those dog breeds that have less dander, get one of those dogs and uh, have it trained and certified. Thanks, Christine. Another question we got asked is, can you have any breed for an epilepsy service dog or do they need to be medium sized? That is a fantastic question. The answer is no because you can have any breed of dog trained as a seizure response dog. As I explained earlier, I actually have my Chihuahua trained, so there isn't a size requirement. However, if you want your dog to be able to do certain tasks, such as cushioning your body when you have a seizure, uh, you may want a larger dog. Thanks, Christine. Well, that's all the questions that we have for today's podcast. It has been great talking about seizure response dogs with you, Sonia. I think the most important thing to keep in mind is that while seizure response dogs are certainly not a replacement for human supervision for people with epilepsy, they are good companions that may give their owners a sense of freedom, 
independence, and security. Many people with epilepsy may feel anxious or fearful about experiencing a seizure in public, and a seizure response dog may be able to help lessen some of that anxiety and fear. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Voice Epilepsy Podcast. Please note that the episode description will have helpful information and links. Thank you for joining us for another Voice Epilepsy Podcast episode. Don't forget to follow us on all of our BC Epilepsy Society and I Am A Voice For Epilepsy Awareness social media platform. In closing, remember, you matter and we are here for you. We hope you'll make Thursdays our epilepsy date night and tune in to the Voice Epilepsy Podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you